Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on this BFC Live, we connect with Raj Grover. He is the CEO of High Tide. They are a cannabis retailer based in Canada, but with a presence through CBD brands in the US. We wanted to connect with him about their listing on the NASDAQ last week, as well as what it means for their growth, both in Canada and beyond. Raj, thanks for being here. Jay, thanks for having me. Well, we had you, I don't know, a month plus ago. Um, and as things are, as things do in cannabis, lots has happened since then with you and the High Tide team. Let me pick a highlight and then you tell me if it's been the highlight for you, because uh, I know it's a lot of work, but, but obviously you guys are now listed on NASDAQ, which is a very, very, seems like a huge deal for a Canadian-based cannabis retailer to list in New York. Tell me what that means for you and and um, like how you guys are viewing it a couple, you know, a week in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the NASDAQ uh, listing um, is, is a big one for high tide. We became the first major publicly traded cannabis retailer to commence trading on NASDAQ, you know. Um, so this now for a small company our size on where we were trading prior to have exposure of a platform like NASDAQ is, is massive for our company. And, you know, this is in line with uh, our getting even more M&A opportunities. Now that we're on NASDAQ, I think we can now um, uh, go after much larger M&A opportunities in Canada, US and beyond. And also the NASDAQ listing is very much in line with our long-term strategy of enhancing shareholder value by increasing liquidity, uh, you know, and optimizing our cost of capital and increasing high tides appeal to uh, international and institutional investors. And uh, I'm sure you read the news this morning, or if you haven't, uh, you know, we uh, today we were uh, able to clear our senior secure debt, um, you know, opening up a high tides opportunity to cheaper cost of capital through a leading Canadian bank. So would love to speak to you about it. But yes, very excited about being trading on NASDAQ, becoming the first cannabis retailer to do so. Uh, you know, the future looks friendly. It's like it checks a lot of boxes. I mean, you just check down the sort of four or five things it means, but it means all of those things. And, and um I mean, I don't even know, there's probably some intangibles too, right? It means a lot, obviously, for you and your employees and for sort of the whole operation. Um, but also it, it, it lends itself to a much more, and you guys have been making acquisitions into the States, but it does portend lots to happen in the States as well. Talk a little bit about that because you guys have had some major acquisitions down there. And how does that fold into it as well? Yeah, look, we, um, you know, starting with uh, just a small smoke shop in Canada, we've come a long way. We have just opened our 87th store very recently, um, and we continue to expand our e-commerce platforms through acquisitions in the U.S. Uh, I've made my intentions very clear that U.S. is a very, uh, uh, it's a huge market for us. It's the most meaningful market for us, so we're going to continue to expand in the U.S., and uh, we recently acquired a CBD company called FabCBD, FabNutrition.com, uh, uh, doing business as FabCBD.com. And, you know, Fab is a truly impressive business. It's one of the most reviewed and most loved CBD brands in the U.S. This acquisition increased High Tide's U.S. run rate to, by over, to now over $40 million, uh, which was at $25 million prior to this acquisition. 
And, and the acquisition is also highly accretive to high tech shareholders. You know, if you look at uh, Fab's numbers, they're some of the best numbers that I've seen in, in the CBD industry. Uh, they're on just a, a revenue of 10.8 million US. They are doing about $4.3 million in EBITDA, which is about 40% EBITDA margin. Their gross margins are 74% versus our consolidated gross margins on our side prior to this acquisition have been around between 35 and 40%. So, you know, another opportunity there. And this is Fab is also a, a full direct to consumer online platform. So it's very much in line with high tides retail strengths. You know, we are already a, a, a strong bricks and mortar, a big bricks and mortar retailer in Canada. We have Grass City, we have Smoke Cartel, which uh, do uh, uh, online sales of consumption accessories. And now to add Fab to our portfolio, I think we've meaningfully expanded our reach in the United States because if and when federal legalization occurs, you know, we've got these very large online platforms with, with great capabilities that we feel that even if quarter of the US states allow online cannabis sales, we'll have the potential to start selling cannabis online through all or many of these platforms. Um, and then, you know, last but not least, Fab also gives us many, many more synergies to be realized. So we can bring the Fab brand to Canada and we can partner up with the licensed producer to now sell Fab products in our 87 stores in Canada and counting every day. We're opening stores, you know, we just opened another seven stores in the last couple of months. Uh, so that will help. We can now sell Fab products on cbdcity.com, on grasscity.com, which we've started to upload now. And, uh, we're also planning to bring the Fab brand into the EU. It's a very well-loved, respected brand in the US, high quality brand. So we want to, we know that the UK market is growing very strongly for CBD products and we wanna bring it to uh, the EU market next as well. So all in all, you know, the acquisition was one of our best ones uh, to date. Uh, it added uh, a lot of value for all of the high tide shareholders. And uh, this, is not, uh, this is not the end of the game, you know, we're, very much looking to continue to expand in the US and, and mostly staying in line with our retail focus strategy uh, and looking at even more e-commerce platforms going forward. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's compelling to watch. It's also wondering when you sleep and if you're having any fun. We'll get to those questions in a second because those are actually unimportant, but I, I really much more sort of ground floor uh, uh, was driving with the family on uh, Bayview here in Toronto. And uh, we, I mean, you, anybody who's been in Toronto over the past, I don't know, six or eight months knows that the density of cannabis retail is, is, is really significant right now. Um, but we drove by the Can of Cabana on Bayview and my wife said, that store looks beautiful. Thank <laughs> she, you. She doesn't do that very, like we drive by a lot. She rarely does that, but it does that one in particular, but all of them really, the Can of Cabana brand that we sort of see on a daily basis is is quite striking. I, and I guess that, that lends itself to a question is that, we're reaching a place, certainly in Toronto, but not the rest of Canada, maybe parts of Alberta, um, where we're, we're, we're seeing a lot more stores and a lot more density. And, and I wonder how that factors into sort of your brick and mortar retail rollout, you know, in Ontario, in Canada more broadly, and like how you're viewing that over the next, I don't know, it seems like three weeks can be, seem like three years, but like over the next several months, as we, as we come out of COVID and see people sort of back on the street and, and retail really ramp up. Well, first of all, uh, this just confirms I'm not the only one that thinks that Canna Cabana is a, is a beautiful brand. Thank you very much for that compliment. Um, you know, so I agree with you. Toronto is getting saturated. Uh, you know, Queen Street is now called the Cannabis Row with 17 stores in line. So 
Our strategy is a little differentiated, Jay. Uh, you know, we have, we're going after the big power centers, being a public company and having big, uh, uh, strong covenants. You know, we have some um, uh, really good connections now with national landlords, and we are getting some really high quality plazas that are anchored, like Walmart, Canadian Tire, Costco, LCBO. So you're not only dependent on that one block where you're now sharing with two, three different cannabis retailers, you know, you actually have a, a big anchor tenant that is the draw in that plaza. So LCBO, you know, for our American friends and shareholders that don't know what LCBO is, uh, LCBO is our, our, our liquor store chains out of uh, Ontario, which are few and far between. And, you know, uh, uh, LCBO can be five to 10 kilometers uh, until you see the next one. So it draws a much larger crowd than just facilitating that one block or two blocks. Uh, for cannabis sales. So our strategy is different in that regard. You know, we're eyeing the big power centers. My last 10 or 12 leases that I've signed have been all power centers and it's continuing that way. So, um, you know, I, I hear you totally uh, that uh, Toronto is becoming very saturated, but the good news on the high tide front is not only do we have differentiated strategies and we've proven this time and time again, we are also one of the most unique and broadest ecosystem in cannabis in North America. I don't think there's any company that, you know, is a leading bricks and mortar retailer with the amount of stores that we have successfully running our stores uh, that, you know, has a wholesale distribution business, makes its own accessories, comes up with its own product strategies, have leading e-commerce platforms, some of the best in the world in, in, in Grass City, Smoke Cartel and, and Fab CBD. So the, there's so much opportunity for high tide that remains to be captured, Jay. So, you know, I'm very excited about the future. This is only the beginning. At, at 87 stores, you look like a, a, a big retail uh, empire, but I feel things are just getting started and, and we are getting to do some really good rehearsal in Canada with our stores, which is a small market. And our stores are profitable. We're making money in Canada today, which is not an easy thing to do. And we've already accumulated about $40 million of revenue in the US and counting. Uh, and, and you'll hear even more on that front because you know US remains to be a very exciting market, market for us. So regardless of the fact that Toronto is getting saturated, there's still a ton of opportunity that remains in Ontario. I think we're going to be busy for the next year, year and a half in Canada alone. And then we're off to the races in US and EU. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like where, like, what are you looking for ahead and looking behind, and where are you vis-a-vis -vis other retailers or other cannabis companies and brands? Because I, like you, I'm I'm bullish on the sector. Um, it's hard to pick, predict where we are in the Canadian landscape, but I think there's so much ahead of what's happening in the U.S. and that's exciting. You could even gauge it sort of on the regulatory conversations down there where they're talking about different land use issues and what each state is going to do, where we've actually, you know, solved many of those things here in Canada. And it just makes it easier to have been through the battles here to actually enter the battles there and just be better capitalized, better brands, all of those things. So I, I really, I'm, I'm bullish with you as well, notwithstanding the fact that there's a hundred stores on Queen Street West, which is you know, the whole world is not Queen Street West yet. Like, even though that's on part of our radio all the time, like the, the rest of the world, it doesn't see that uh, generally. And so I think uh, there's, there's lots ahead of us. Um, anything else you're sort of, you know, anything that, that may not be obvious that you're looking at that, that is compelling to either shareholders or sort of the Canadian market that, that you're quite looking forward to? Yeah, well, um, you know, this morning we announced uh, that we retired our senior secured debt, which I'm very happy about. You know, that was the last remaining overhang that we had to, to do 
uh, conduct discussions with the leading Canadian bank uh, to, to lend us money at, at much better commercial terms. So that is out of the way now. And we are at the final stages of discussions with a leading Canadian bank for uh, a bank debt at very attractive terms, uh, which is non-dilutive. Because, uh, you know, we're an active company. We, we put our dollars to use. You know, EBITDA arbitrage is, uh, is one of my favorite methodology to build and expand our business. You know, and I've done this with the last four, uh, last three acquisitions that we made. If you look at the multiples that we're paying and the multiples that we trade on, you know, it's highly, highly accretive for our shareholders. And, and I look forward to doing even more of that because uh, being in the business since 2009, Jay, you know, we have a large Rolodex and we have good and great relationships, not just in Canada, but also very much in the US and EU. And, and I want to make use of that. And I want to bring this value into High Tide and invite these companies to join the High Tide family. And, and it's been going very well so far. We actually get approached by groups directly themselves. You know, I'm in multiple data rooms at the moment. And for us, it's not about acquisition after acquisition. It's about high quality acquisitions uh, that are highly accretive to our shareholders and that we can fit into our ecosystem seamlessly. You know, I'm not looking to, to uh, uh, turn around stories because we're good operators. You know, we have a great thing going and we are now being approached by great businesses that want to become a part of high tight family. So you will hear more in terms of that. I'm also excited about the fact that uh, we got included in the uh, uh, advisor shares ETF. We announced that uh, this morning along with our senior secure debt news. Uh, and you know, this is the third ETF now that in our first week of trading on NASDAQ, advisor shares included us. Just prior to that was THCX, just prior to that was HMUS. So this is three ETFs that have added us uh, um, to their portfolio. And I think because of high tight solid execution and our interest in the US market and continuing to showcase our growth in the US market, even more ETFs and institution, uh, institutions will take positions in high tight. So there's a lot of great things going on. There's a never a dull moment at high tide. So stay tuned for some more action. So clearly no sleep, a little bit of fun. Who sleeps? Listen, cannabis is so exciting. You know, you wake up in the morning, uh, you've got a regulatory news or you've got, uh, you know, Queen Street having 17 stores uh, open right beside each other, or you got to deal with something else. So sleep is for the rest of the world. For high tide, you know, we're on a mission. Uh, we need to do what we promised to our shareholders. Um, you know, I'm a, a large shareholder in the company and I know what it means for people to invest their money into high tide and believe in us. So we're very focused to do whatever needs to be done. And if that means a little sleep now and more sleep later, I'm fine with that. Well, kudos to you and the team. Congratulations on the listing, retiring the debt, expansion in Canada, expansion with Fab CBD in the States and all the things going on. Raj, thanks for joining us. We look forward to connecting with you. Hopefully not too long from now, but I don't know how you're going to top all the things that have happened since last time we talked, but we'll see how it goes. It's not over until it's over. Stay That's tuned. True. Thank you That's very true. much. All right. Thanks for your time, man. Thanks. That was Raj Grover. He is the CEO of High Tide. If you like this program, please rate us and review us wherever you get your podcast. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque Mains. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.